May and Peppy have a new veterinarian. I am so pleased. The former vet seemed like he didn't appreciate our account. And if a person doesn't appreciate your account, well, you feel like moving forward. <laughs> you, you need to find someone else to take care of what you need taken care of. And the same can be true, hopefully not true for your business, where your customers feel important and always taken care of. If a break happens in that service, then your customer may become someone else's customer. In the case of the veterinarian, I made the appointment, the initial appointment, and it was confirmed a little bit later as the appointment came due. The staff came out to my car, as they have to do now, to get May and Peppy, take them into the office. And one thing that I really liked was that the veterinarian himself came out to the car, something the former vet didn't do, to give me all the details about how May and Peppy's internals are working. Before, I had to hear the information from a staff member, and so that's kind of like third party hoping that everything was translated well. But it was wonderful to meet the vet. And the vet even gave some gifts to May and Peppy. Sure, it was part of the bill, of course, but that didn't matter to me. He gave us treat balls and some other toys. Very nice initial introduction to this veterinarian. And I'm sure the relationship is going to stay at this high point as it did the first time around. You can also have a great or give your customers a great customer experience through some do-it-yourself steps that you hopefully have in your business. I'm going to share five very easy-to-do steps that you may consider for your business, or you may have some other steps that are working for you that is wonderful, but it's great to make sure that the entire experience from beginning to end of the order and after the order, post-order details are taken care of so that that customer always continues to come back to you. Let's talk about those five DIY customer service steps and make sure that the customers you have stay with you and refer others to you. Stay tuned. Welcome to Gift Basket Business, where we discuss the ideas, triumphs, and challenges aspiring entrepreneurs and seasoned designers face in the gift basket world. I'm Shirley George Frazier, your host and author of How to Start a Home-Based Gift Basket Business, the Gift Basket Design Book, and I'm Chief Basketologist at GiftBasketBusiness.com. How I love to receive thank you cards and, and other details from companies that I work with. Back in the day when Sears was up and running as a retail store, I would always receive a thank you card for buying a new washing machine or buying a new refrigerator, anything like that. And that kept me coming back to Sears. That little by mail detail that showed some appreciation for the dollars that I spent. I've also received certain types of thank yous by email and such, and I really appreciate it as I'm sure your customers appreciate it also when you send out information such as that. My gift basket marketing eBooks, there's a volume one and volume two. At this time, they're being updated with a lot of customer service tips 
and tips in general on marketing. So while I have certain information in those eBooks available at the giftbasketbusiness.com site, there's also five different steps that I have outlined that you can easily infuse within your business, which you can easily add to your business. The first one is to send a photo by email to the customer who ordered the gift, whether the gift that you created was delivered to the customer or if, if it was sent to another recipient, the person on the customer's list. Sending a photo by email and thanking the customer for the order is going to do a lot in just that small step to bind you in a way, confirm to the customer that you are the gift basket specialist they have always been looking for. And not just for gift baskets, certainly, but for other all other types of gifts that you make available. You send the photo of the gift to the customer, even if the customer is receiving it, so that the customer remembers what you're talking about. Customers are busy, just like you're busy. They're not tracking what you sent for them, what you delivered. So that photo, which is very easy to add in an email or in some other fashion, even if you send something by mail, is going to bring back the memory of that great experience. So that's something that is easily done. Number two is to follow up one month later to get possibly get additional comments from the customer regarding the gift that you either delivered to them or delivered to the recipient. Again, a customer is busy. They may not have provided you with any feedback the first time because they're doing what they do. But a month later, even maybe three weeks later, depends on what your schedule is and when you think it's good to connect with them, it's good to just follow up to find out how the customer feels about the gift that you sent or delivered to them. Feels meaning how was the service in general? Was it to their expectations? Did it exceed their expectations? Did they have any questions? Were there any problems with delivery? It was. Is there something else that you could have done for them? And those kinds of comments are going to help you to not only be a better provider to that customer, but to other customers as well, who may not communicate what this particular customer can share with you. A third way of your do-it-yourself customer service is to send a card during the customer's birth month. And I've mentioned this in the past and certainly in the gift basket marketing books, you don't need to know the customer's exact birthday. If the customer was born in June, you can send a birthday card at the beginning of the month. It'll be something that stays with the customer, whether it's on their desk at work or in their home to always remind them that you have sent them something that you didn't have to send, but was truly wonderful to receive. Not every customer receives a card that says happy birthday. You will stand out to them. Again, it's a great way of connecting yourself with a customer when they're not ordering a gift basket so that they order gifts and baskets from you in the future. A fourth step, number four, 
is if you are creating a gift for an annual event, a person calls you up and says, I need a birthday gift, I need an anniversary gift, a wedding gift, then you will document that information in your customer relationship management program. And I'll talk about that. You'll document that in that program so that a month ahead of time, the next year, you can connect with the customer in whatever way you do, by phone, by email, whatever way works to say that event is happening again the next month. What you have available, you can give them a link to the page for the birthday gifts, for the wedding gifts, really not the wedding gifts, for the anniversary gifts at that point, and point them to different types of gifts that you have that would be a pleasure to receive by the person who received something the year before. Now with a customer relationship program, CRM program, you don't have to have anything fancy. If you do have a CRM program in place, then that is where you're going to make a notation to contact the customer to find out what you can create for the recipient that coming year. There are CRM programs from HubSpot, from Pipe Drive, from Salesforce. You can use any type of program you want. However, if you don't have some fancy name program, and the names really aren't fancy, I'm just saying that you know, with some programs, you do have to learn how to use the programs, and you can certainly do that. But if you want to keep things simple, you can use your Google Calendar to place information in. You can have a, a couple of Google Calendars, I believe you can. You can have a Google Calendar for your schedule, and you can have another Google Calendar for your customer information so that you just document or your, your staff, your assistant, documents when you are to contact that customer the following year for a new gift. I remember that Fiji, a company that was similar to Hickory Farms, would send me at the end of the year their catalog by mail. And the catalog sheet where you write down what gifts you want to order would already be pre-populated with the names of the people who I had sent gifts to the past holiday season. And that was a wonderful way to keep my business. And that's something that you can do as well, to document when a person ordered the year before and contact them again. You can, again, contact them by email, contact them by mail, whatever, in whatever manner is going to be best for you to connect with that customer. And the fifth step, number five, is to send updates to your customer regarding the gifts order and delivery process. When you receive the order from the customer, you make sure, hopefully, you have their email because that's going to be the way that you can get their email and tell the customer, we send you updates by email letting you know the status of your gift basket order or your gift order. And from there, you have the email. You then confirm with the customer that you have their order. You can confirm with the customer that the order is being created you can confirm with the customer that the order is completed and is being shipped. You can tell the customer that the order has been shipped and even give them the tracking number, but let them know that you are doing the tracking, but you're just sending the tracking number as a courtesy. 
And then you can let the customer know by email that the gift has been delivered, whether it's to them or to another person. Keeping the customer in the order details, in the processing details, is not a bother to them. It is an absolute of absolute interest to them. And it confirms to them that you not only have the order, but you are letting them know the process in which the order is being sent so that it is delivered on time to whomever it is being sent to. That is very big to customers, especially, not only especially today, but in any time of the year. A customer wants to make sure that their order to you has not been lost, has not been misplaced in some kind of way, and it is as valuable to you as it is to them. So those are the five do-it-yourself DIY customer service steps that you can absolutely take in your business. And you may have other steps that you are completing now that is beyond or different than what I've shared. But as long as you have some steps, some process for your customer service, that is the bottom line. That is a big foundation for your business. So number one is to send a photo by email to the customer to remind the customer of what they ordered and as a thank you to the customer. Number two is to follow up one month later for additional comments. And again, it doesn't have to be one month. Maybe it's two weeks, three weeks after you have delivered the gift basket just to find out any feedback that the customer has. Number three is to send a card during the customer's birth month to the customer to just celebrate that customer's new birth year. Number four is to make sure that an annual event that the customer has ordered for, a birthday, a wedding, is on your calendar to contact them one month before time the next year to hopefully have that customer order again. And number five is to send updates to the customer regarding the order that they have placed, letting them know where the order stands so that the customer knows that the the order <laughs> is being handled properly. Well, that is it for this edition of Gift Basket Business. Thank you so much for joining me for Easy DIY Customer Service. Next week, we will discuss another important topic that will elevate your notoriety and your income. And be sure to rate this podcast through your favorite listening device. I'd love to know how these topics are helping you to learn, grow, and profit. I'm Shirley George Frazier wishing you baskets of success.